Warning. The following content contains sounds. It has been shown that some sapiens of the Homo have episodic memory towards some sounds. Therefore, forming a bad reaction to certain sounds. Nevertheless, the sounds we use are only to mock actions and notions, which are, of course, ridiculous. We are not mocking the people who have them. No, no, no. Because you know in time, you may change what you do and change what you think. Having said that, this is correlation sensation. A show where I talk about your mother's mammalian protuberances. Yes, yes. They come in all sorts of shapes, colors and textures and smells. But of course, we will proceed to something more important. Episode 77. Yeah. Jim Batista, the bastard. Oh, yeah, bastard, bastard. <coughs> I got you a gift void. What's that, Gork? It is ethyl alcohol spray. For cleaning? Yes. And you know, I had you bring down my gong. Yes. Previously, on the last episode, Void had so rudely scrubbed rub dub dub his balls with the gong. Is this safe for the gong? Yeah, yeah, I lied about you getting napkins for my drink because I wanted you to be as surprised as possible. I kind of assumed that when I saw the uh, spray bottle. Yeah? Oh, God. Well, I'm glad you can put two or two together. No, I want to watch you scrub it down. Okay. Sorry, Mr. Gong. Can you can you hold up the gong to the microphone so the listener can hear the scrubbing? Yeah, yeah, you scrub it. Get the wooden base, too, because I know the wooden base is the corners where you really got yourself good in the goodies. You know, I was thinking the other day, boy. What? What? Sorry. Need yeah, to it's get okay. Closer. I was thinking the other day, um, when they call them genitalia, yeah. do you think the researchers called them genitalia so they become as least appealing as possible when observing the genitalia? That way they can remain professional, you know. That way they're like, yes, the genitalia, you know, nothing fancy here. Yes, now, not, my, not my wedding tackle. Now... Now you know the episode begins when this happens. Yes. Oh, oh no. Not like that. There we go. Oh. Gotta get a solid hit. That's copyright. Don't sing that. Don't sing that. Derby Derby Screw Up Episode 77. 
Oh, is it right, Schoolhouse Rock now? Jesus. Schoolhouse Rock. What is that? It is a children's thing that learn about government when they sing songs. Yeah. Okay. So, we got that out of the way. Now, another very important thing for it. That happened to me two weeks ago. I forgot to talk about it. You didn't remind me either, so it's your fault. How is it my fault when I didn't even know either? You did too. Oh. You want to know how I know you know? Oh. We're new. It's, it was that time... Remember when Captain Gooch Gobbler encouraged us to do observational studies, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Based, oh, yes, the Twitters. Yes, 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 yes. This person will probably love the, the limelight because they're a podcaster too, but I'm pretty sure it's a bunch of airheaded nonsense. Nothing as thought-provoking as us talking about the gong scraping up against Void's testicles. I thought this was a podcast about the brain. Void. What? Well, I already told you. Just because you can make your balls look like the brain by squeezing them in the hand, you know. I can do it with the rubber band, too. You want to see? No. Maybe afterwards. No, no. I got a hot date tomorrow. She'll want to see it. Yeah? Yeah. What's her name? Rosie Palms? No. Okay. That's tonight. So, let's get the gist of it all. This one who goes by the two letters M and J, just MJ, at Darth Mader, no spaces or anything, your capital D and a capital M, spelled like this, D-A-R-T-H-M-A-Y-D-E-R. So, on Twitter, you could go ahead and Send her your love. I, I think she needs a lot of love. How about you think, Void? Yes. Yeah, because... Uh, it's weird. You actually really said nothing that... You just said, are you sure? And she got pissed off about it. You didn't even cuss or anything. No, no. So what happened? Well, let's go all the way back. Okay. I come across her tweet on my feed saying she was getting harassed on Twitter, Void. Yes. The guy would not leave her alone on Twitter. Yes. So she became this horrible victim that could not possibly have blocked this person or muted them. Being harassed. So, I figured that was a little... You know what? You, you get it ready right now. Just get it ready. Okay. I don't want you to touch it anymore, right? Okay, sorry. I like playing with it like my balls. Just kidding. It was bugging the crap out. Oh, you're not kidding. I know you like playing with your balls. Well, doesn't the every... The gong knows, too. Sorry, gong. Not everybody. What about the women? They play with their balls? They go deep inside and pull out their ovaries and play with them? No, no. They play with their clitoris or play with other people's uh, balls. Yeah. Yeah, well, 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 that's a human thing. Yes. I've noticed uh, eight-man brain, kind of interesting. Yes. Anyways, after she said she was being terribly harassed on Twitter, I made a joke. Ah-ha-ha. Uh-huh. Because uh, I know that I like to make jokes whenever I'm being angry. But that never happens, right, Void? No, no, it doesn't. Never. Ever. Anywho. 
I said, oh, you were H-E-R-A-S-S-E-D. Her ass. And I said, you better call the sexual harassment panda. Later, I read her tweet stating that the guy was just replying back and would not stop replying back to her because he had a disagreement. So it sounds like they had an argument and she misconstrued it as being harassed. Okay. And even if he was being belligerent or what have you, you could have blocked him or muted him. So I thought the joke was completely in order. Maybe like a reality check here. Hey, you know, not like you're walking down an alleyway for no good reason at all and getting chased after by some West Side Story gang. Yes, that keeps on snapping. Yeah. So anyways, it got really, it escalated really quickly. Basically, she's yelling at me, blah, blah, blah. And I said, it was just a joke. If you took it the wrong way, that's on you. And humor is subjective. Everybody was saying it wasn't funny. And I said, to me, it was funny because humor is something you make out of it. And if you don't find it funny, that has more to do with your own reaction, right? Maybe. I don't know. Something. So people go, you don't get to say what's funny. I was, oh, I didn't know I could have an opinion on anything, ma'am. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And I got to the point where it says, you would that a lesson would be learned after the other guy I blasted yesterday. That's quoted. So pretty sure she wanted to say you would think that that lesson would have been learned by that other guy I blasted yesterday. And she said, you know, so many people are idiots. One could easily assume that was implying that there was me being an idiot. Because I made the joke they did not like. I was an idiot. And then I said, uh, I would love to learn something new, but like Gian Battista de la Porta, this is more of a spectacle for me. And they have no idea what that reference was. And uh, this one said, why do you want attention so bad? I am not your mother. You project your loneliness on Twitter. It's pathetic. What is she talking about? All I did was get in a little disagreement with some people over a joke. Over a joke. This tweet that I just quoted was uh, basically a quote with a retweet saying, When we all die and enough years pass, everything will be forgotten. Might as well stop complaining and make light of something that truly isn't a threat. Okay, an autocorrect fucked me over. I fat-fingered it, I mean. It happens. Instead of saying something, it says some six. That truly isn't a threat. And uh, I replied to that quoted tweet from her. Oh, yes. I love this. I am truly down to watch a failure in communication becoming a raging dumpster fire. And then, and yet you reply to everything, so clearly you do care. You care enough to reply. If you do not take it personally, buzz off. And then I responded, while you reply. And then she says, you don't get to say, I wasn't an ass. That choice isn't up to you. Oh, I can't have an opinion again. So not only are you an asshole, you are also stupid. You have no accountability. You have no self-awareness. What the fuck? You are either a narcissist or some other shit. Either way, 
See a therapist? You are embarrassing. Okay. Sounds like she's projecting her own problems. Because she's getting all worked up here, so maybe she needs to see a therapist. Maybe that's what everybody should say to her. Do you need a therapist? And then she says, tell us you're mad and don't practice what you preach. Tell us you're mad and you don't practice what you preach. Fake laughing emoji three times. People like this are a dime a dozen. He big bad. Or he big mad. Okay, uh, he big mad. And then she goes to say, tell us you're an incel without telling us you're an incel. Opinions are subjective, fellow human. You may not find my incel joke funny, but someone else might like it like myself. Or someone else might like myself. Which I know is not true because you are uh, not uh, single, so. Yeah, I don't know what an incel was. Well, I didn't know what an incel was. Then I looked it up and I was like, what is she talking about? Yeah. Again, her amygdala is raging, okay? It's a correlation sensation. And then someone else said, you'll get to be the judge on what is and isn't a big issue. Oh, that is for the person going through it. One joke that might be hilarious to me doesn't have to be to someone else. Yeah, I know. I didn't say it had to be. And just because it's funny to me doesn't invalidate their feelings. And then I said, big issues are starvation, famine, diseases, and cataclysms. Someone harassing you on Twitter is not a big issue. It's called making a mole into a mountain. And that one when she said that I was an asshole. Yeah. I go, I am not a ring of wrinkly skin. I did not want spew poo. How dare you? And then she said, I was a weak bitch. And I said, make up your mind. You're confusing me. First you say I'm an asshole. Now you call me a weak bitch. I am not a female dog. And then I said, oh, or is it that you're trying to say I'm a weak ass bitch? Either way, that doesn't apply to me. Because this logically makes no sense. And it got to the point where I said, you know, she might need to take a time out. You know, she started getting rude. Oh. So I said, you know, she might need a cooler. So I reported her account. And they got temporarily suspended. And guess what happened, Ford? What? The first thing she did was get another account. And then share a screenshot of her account being foiled by me. Because I already muted her. Because, you know. Once you heard one go crazy for no good reason, you might as well just ignore it. And she uh, said, if you didn't care so much, then why would you block or report my account? Well, I didn't tell her the reason why. And then I also told everybody in that conversation who was being quite rude that uh, this would be good for my podcast. It's good for observation, right? Yes. I mean, you tell someone... You know, to calm down, it's obvious that they probably won't calm down because they're going angry. They're going hard in the shit. So, on this study, I've concluded that if someone is making something not a big deal into a big deal, you might as well just leave it alone and walk away. 
Yes. Because they want to have a big deal. Yes. And probably because their life is too easy. That or their life is miserable to the point that they're complaining about everything. And I tried to explain to them that it's all a matter of perspective. You can make yourself laugh about something that is miserable. Well, you have a good outlook on life because you try not to let the little things bug you. Yes, I try. Try on mine. Oh, by the way, Void, I am so happy. Why? You got us on Spotify. Yes. Yeah. It was easy. It was a lot harder because we didn't have things on MP3s, but then now everything is on MP3s, and it worked correctly, and it went boop, boop. Mm. We're also on the new Google store because they changed up their store. And I congratulate you. You asked me, and I figured it out. It's good job. Yes. Now we're on to part three of Magie Naturalis, Void. All right. Chapter two opens up with this. Quote, to study natural magic. One must first study the natural and mathematical sciences. The Greek philosophers believed that living creatures form from rotting earth, soaked in putrefied water, enlivened by the sun, springing life forth like a sprouting seed in the beginning. When the elements settled in their places and they flood the moist in the earth, this putrefaction brought forth from the hottest clods the birds, from the wettest the fish, from the earthly clods the creeping beasts, and from the average clogged the walking beasts. This continued until the sun grew hotter, after which they are procreated by coupling. End quote. Gian Battista de la Porta. What, were, uh, what was coupling? The uh, animals or the different... Uh, or the different organisms inside the primordial pool? Void, listen. Yes. Oh, yeah, baby, take off your clothes. That's what coupling is. No, I know what it is, but I was asking what was coupling. And then also, I, 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 oh, yeah, ah, right there, oh, yeah, voice, mom, oh, 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 sorry, I got too carried away. I'm shaking my head in disgust. Oh, you're just jealous. No, I'm not jealous of that. Well, we already covered that one, you are too. No, I'm not. Oh, voidy poo. He's okay. She's still your mommy. Ew. Back to topic. Yes. Isn't that ridiculous, Void? I mean, that the person would really actually think all the Greek philosophers would think the same thing. About what? <laughs> About how life began. Mm. Here's an example. I know a fact that Aristotle placed the mind in the heart while the brain was a cooling chamber for the blood. While Aristotle's teacher, Plato... And Plato's teacher, Socrates, placed the mind in the head. This perhaps sounds like I am making things more complicated. But on the contrary, ho ho ho, being literal is just being attentive to the Babadook uh, in the details. Yep. Just like how many people would mock the concept of life coming from some rotten dirt in the putrefied water which requires life in the first place to make rotten or putrefied. Yes, because of the uh, cellular deconstruction of decomposition. Yeah, anyways, that 
in that this notion is an oversimplification of a complex process based on observations of many stinky locations, much like Void's toilet bowl. You know, that's quite a coincidence, Void. Why? Well, you, I had to go to the other restroom because the last one you just blew out. And I already wrote this down. That's kind of serendipitous, don't you think? A little bit, but uh, shit smells, duh. Yeah, unless if you don't smell it. Yes. My poop is entering your nose. What? Yeah. What do I say about that? Okay, not to talk about it. I'm watching you. Don't you take your finger and put it there and then put it in my face. Well, you did that yourself by walking into the toilet. Walking into the toilet? I mean bathroom. Bathroom? Yes. And I did that myself? Yeah, because you walked into the bathroom. You watching me while I go in there and sticking my finger in my butt and then sticking it in my mouth? No, I mean you smelling my uh, putrid, uh, putrid uh, toilet bowl. I did not smell it. It just came up in my nose. Yes, I was but trying I, to breathe. I, I even warned you. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to breathe through my nose, Void. Anyways, it's just like how I treat most generalizations on any grope. It's just being lazy and thought. It requires more energy, yes. therefore commonly avoided it for comfort's sake. Yes. It's cellular dividing of a simple cell. That's what it is, not what they said it was. It's many things, Void. Oh, yes. It is most definitely not coming straight out of the ground like a seed. Oh, I guess they just correlate in sensation to, to what they see in the world, even though that everything started out as a singular cell. Something like that? Yes. But if you go deeper into it, you understand his explanations. Yes, very much so. It is a logical conclusion at that time with the information they had. Logical my anus. Well, obviously, now looking back at it, it kind of looks dumb. Well, if one spent more time studying the things that they were reading in books, they might have actually understood that those books were just poorly understood. Probably translated from Greek to Latin, since Gian Battista della Porta was Italian. Well, he was Napoleon. I mean... Ha, Neapolitan. Neapolitan. Yeah. There we go. Anyways, here's an excerpt to explain some more. Some plants and animals come from seeds and others spontaneously from earth, such as worms. Now we see, Void. We see. He thinks that worms just got <laughs> given birth by the earth. They come from the ground, but they're not born from the ground. They come from the ground after already existing. Right, right, Void. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that is very true. And imagine what he would have thought if he came across prairie dogs or groundhogs. Yes. Next excerpt. Okay. Quote, in Egypt, when the Nile flood subsides, mice are created in abundance from the heated mud. Pliny says that one can see them still half alive in half mud. This is why so many appear at harvest though they multiply further by coupling. Then, just as suddenly, they disappear. No one knows where. Oh, I think I know where if you see them come from the fucking mud, Jim. That literally made me almost burst out laughing of how stupid it sounds. They must think, that, like, because they must have thought life came from mud from a long time ago, from different ancient, uh, ancient uh, fables. 
Yeah, or Clay. Yes. Anyways, what's even more ridiculous is that nobody bothered to go follow the fucking mice. Yeah, oh. obviously they went downriver from when the water changed. Yeah, and you think that after a drought comes, the mice try to go back, retrace their steps to where the water was and try to find water, therefore getting stuck in the mud. Mm-hmm. Or think, just dying in the process. In the heated time where there's not a lot of standing water, they'd be looking for larger bodies of water. Yes. So they go out to go find it. That's why there's so many more mice. I mean, it's not that hard to think of. Plus, also, there might be food there because washed up fish from the river there. So there might be rotting fish there, so they're attracted to the rotting fish. Yeah. So here's another excerpt. Quote, in summer, one can chance upon the frogs forming from the dust and rain with a lifeless bottom without feet. They form so quickly and suddenly that there is a saying, it rains frogs. Often infesting whole villages, marshes bring forth toads, especially from rotten carcasses, end quote. He just didn't know that the eggs get laid into the dirt. <laughs> and, yes. and then they wait for rain to be activated. Or, or even the carcass, too. Yeah, and uh, the whole thing about marshes, you know, is also the same. It goes for the same with that. Yeah, they, that's where they like to live, because water. Yes. Also, was he referring to tadpoles, I assume? Yeah, the wiggling bodies. Yes. Look like sperm. Yes. You want to go for some more fun? Fun what? A- another excerpt. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's real laugh-a-minute comedy hour. I don't hear any laughing part. No, no, I'm just saying we're making fun of the dipshits. Dipshits? I'm, I'm studying humans. What, is this a new species? Well, no, I mean, I'm just saying they have confused thoughts because they're not real thoughts. I mean, they're real thoughts, but they're not uh, accurate. There we go. Well, everybody has any accurate thoughts. You saying everybody's a dipshit? No, no, I'm just saying the ones about the animals. Who the heck would think something just comes out of the dirt? At one point in time, a lot of people believed in the ether, and Einstein at one point believed in the ether as well. Hmm. I don't know how that makes anyone lesser than. Oh, no, it doesn't. I just think it's kind of silly, what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, I agree on that. Oh, speaking of which, when you were calling them dipshits and I thought you were referring to another species. Yes. What, what is this goth? What is a goth? I thought goth was like another species when I first heard it because this was part of that Twitter dispute. Oh. <laughs> this this Twitter dumpster fire. Goth is a fashion and expression through emotion on dark, moody colors because there was an old band in the 80s that started the movement and then several different people took it in many different ways. Oh, that's much different than what I got from Google Stitch. Oh, what did it say on Google Tits? Well, goths were like a bunch of people in Northern Europe that were part of the barbarians, mainly in Spain. Oh, oh. And they would attack the ancient Roman Empire. Uh, it is both correct. Are you talking about the Gothic, which is in the Europe, what you're talking about, or yeah. the people goth? Yeah, that's what I mean. The goths. They were like a group of people up north having war with the Romans. 
Was this in like looking at history, or where did you hear goth from? Oh, from the history of Rome. Oh, okay. So yes, yes, you are correct. Are you just saying that? No, I'm 100% sure. I literally thought it was a different thing you were talking about. Oh, okay. I I, I got confused. Let's go for some more fun, huh? Back yes. to topic. Quote, lately, a pregnant woman brought forth four creatures like frogs. But this is like what Pericles said, that if you cut the serpent in pieces and place them in mud in a glass vessel, it forms worms that grow into other serpents. End quote. <laughs> oh, is this their regenerative properties that they had that they didn't know? I was starting to think that uh, this guy cut the serpent that arose from his rotten mud of his asshole, and he was infected with some sort of worms, and some more shit came out. But, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe you're more correct. Because uh, a lot of these amphibious things, their legs and stuff still move sometimes when they're chopped off. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. But they don't grow whole bodies left back. Anyways, you want to go for another quote? Yes. By a river and hungry, 3,000 men died because worms grew out of their body. You think they just might have had some bad food void? Maybe was it maggots? Maybe some sort of parasite in their shit. Then they died, and then likely worms came out of their body. Oh, you know what? Maybe they died of dysentery, and then the flies laid eggs in them. Right? Yes. Let's go on. Quote, Serpents in general grow from women's hair, or horses' manes, or men's backbones laid in waters. Pliny says, why is he quoting Pliny? Pliny says that if you cover basil or a crab with stones, it becomes a scorpion, especially if the sun is in cancer. Some, like the salamander, have no gender and hence produce no eggs. So at least he knew that salamanders and hopefully he would have known frogs too had no gender specifically because it just depends on all the environmental factors. Yes. One can show, now let's continue with that quote. One can show that a putrefying ox generates flies. Place an ox sealed in a room. Cudgel him to death without spilling blood. Seal the nostrils, mouth, and eyes with linen and pitch and smear a lot of honey on it. After about a month, nothing remains of it except its horns, bones, and hair. It all turns into maggots and flies. In like fashion, Wasps and hornets come from horses, while drones come from mules and beetles from asses or dogs. <laughs> How did he know about our drones, Void? I don't know. I think he just means drones of a colony of a bug. Oh. Yes. Maybe uh, you edited that out. Okay. Uh, well, the funny thing is that... Uh, he thinks that it comes from that, even though you can tell that maybe the fly is la- those things are laying eggs in it for warmth and from the smell and for the food. It's coming from an outside for- force, not a inside force of like not from within, but a outside force. Do you believe flies come towards the smell because they like the smell? Or do you think it's more like 
Ring-a-ding-ding, it's dinner time. I think they like to smell and they know it's food. I think that's literally what it is. Yeah. You think they, uh, they get all excited and, uh, dance around the smell, going, ooh-wee, it's stinky in here? I think they may maybe, uh, do that, but not because of happiness, but out of maybe necessity. Flies don't uh, live very long, do they? No. In like mere hours, practically. I have I have no idea. They probably like a couple days, maybe. Yeah, I, th- I think maybe it was three days or something. Anyways, fuck that nonsense about crabs being turned into scorpions with stones, Void. Especially if the sun is in cancer mode. This is exactly why the majority of the scientific community. Don't take concepts from astrology seriously whatsoever. <laughs> Even though it's scientifically proven that the moon phases affect life on Earth. <laughs> and they they just read this insane thing and they say, Oh, the whole baby is bad because of the bathwater the baby shit in is terrible and putrefied. Then they toss that baby out onto the corner. It's so weird what simple science can teach you in the modern era versus what they knew. What they knew? Back then. What do you mean, they knew? Like, they had some stuff right and some stuff wrong. Yeah, but it's like every generation. No, I Even know. this one. Yes, very much so. Very much so. Do you have any more excerpts for us? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Void, uh, one more thing about the last one. Yes. Do beetles come from your ass? No, they actually go into shit. So they go to the shit, not come from the ass. I'm starting to think he meant donkeys. That's what he was saying when he said asses. Yes. Okay. The most important part of this last paragraph to me is that the thought of Gian Battista doing the act with this ox that he mentioned. That's kind of a waste of an ox, wouldn't you think? Unless Not it died, a, unless he just took one that died of natural causes. Oh wait, he said he bludgeoned it to death, didn't he? No, he coddled it, coddled it to death. What does that mean? Same thing, beating it. Oh, without spilling blood. Yeah, yes. I mean, it sounds like he took enough care to seal the ox's orifices, only to slather it up with honey. Yeah, air <laughs> come to my cookout with maggots. Huh. Well, that actually sounds kind of good. You. What, you don't like those? I mean, maybe if it was rice like uh, like uh, the Lost I'll Boys. I'll fry them up, boy. I mean, if it was a life or death situation and we had to subsist on that, I would do it, but not by choice. You first. No. Okay. And I'm also starting to think, Void, that he added the honey after the first steps on a previous ox he did this to didn't render the results that he wanted. Yeah, he probably did maybe a little bit overkill because he knew the sweetness would attract the uh, flies. Yeah, so <laughs> he took all the care to cover up all the holes, only to slather it in honey. Like, this is, this is the most ridiculous idea ever. Well, the crazy ever. thing is... Now, you've seen oxen and horse and all stuff. Flies are flying around them all the time. So if he sealed it off, the flies were on them already. Then their offspring are the one that did this, right? Hmm. I don't really know. Or they I'm pretty the... sure it attracted flies. Yes. 
so they could get in any way possible. And maybe. the room wasn't as sealed as he thought it was. You know, in summertime, it's like all you have to do is open up the door and one fly just whizz past you without you even knowing. Yes, because it's so small and insignificant. And how do you get out of that room? You have to open up a door, right? One crazy thing happened. My, I had a fly infestation upstairs once. Yes, go on. It was, uh, they got in because uh, of the... The uh, bodies that we have down here, no, right? No, no, no. It was actual little trash. I took it and they, uh, they came from the plants and because we had plant matter, because we had tr- uh, trimmed the bushes and all the trash and the bio waste. And then I think we had the garage door open, so it went from the garage door to the indoor door and I actually set down traps and I started actually killing every single one I saw. And I actually was able to get rid of all of them. Now, boy. Yes. Are you saying like Gian Batista that they come from the plants? No. They just grow they were out? J- no, they were in the plants from oh. that. Or a in t- the plants. Because they're attracted by the smell of decomposition. What part do you think they're in? The leaves? The no, branches? just in the whole thing. They're not actually in it. They're in it because they went there by choice, by the smell. Maybe they made the jiggy on the plants. Well, obviously, there probably were Late maggots. Eggs. There probably were maggots on the uh, on some of the biomass from that. Because, unfortunately, uh, the groundskeeper was tossing stuff, doing the plant matter. And oh, yeah, Willie, your groundskeeper. Yes. And he left the garage door open, so it probably attracted them. And then they got inside the house because he left the other garage door open. So they came in uninvited, and it was just buzzing everywhere. So after your Willie, the groundskeeper, yes, trimmed your bush. No, no, the outside bushes, the outside. He just did normal. Oh, you have multiple bushes? Well, yes, I've seen there's a whole row of them outside my yard. I have two, one on my face and one, you know. Well, actually, don't you have a third one on your head? <laughs> yeah, good point. You know what, Void? Yeah. I don't have any hair on the head because I have just two meninges. Oh. You see my picture on the tick of talk? Oh, yes. No, but the thing is, they came in the house and they were buzzing everywhere and attracted to the light. I got one of those big, huge strips and a couple traps and they all got stuck on then i grabbed a sticky tape and started just going gun, 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 gun. Oh, that would be good sustenance if you really needed it no i had plenty of food but i i took i probably took a half an hour straight just trapping them all just on put the... some chili powder and fry them up Ugh, no but the thing is Crunchy. i also uh I also put honey and vinegar and water and put it in cups so they wanted to go towards the honey then the vinegar knocked them out Ah, yes. It, it was a long process of a couple of days, but I did a thirty-minute freaking that, and I got them all. I was so surprised. Well, that's good. There was maybe only maybe like twenty or fifteen, but it was kind of annoying trying to deal with them. I was trying to slap them out of the sky, but then I just used the sticky tape and started catching them on it. Back to uh, <laughs> GM Batista. Imagine if you were GM Batista and you had. A chamber of secrets like he did. Yes. Or academy of secrets, if you want to call it that. And someone came up to me to try to get in. Oh, is this the thing you have to tell someone no one else knew or whatever? Something like that. And if someone came up to you and said, here's a secret of the universe. If you take an ox, put him in a room, 
and you cudgel him to death and cover up his orifices, then slather him with honey, walk out of the room, make sure it's sealed, and after months, nothing is left because flies came out of the body. Why don't you have tried to say, I'll cudgel you to death if you come back here with such baloney? I think it made sense to them in a certain way because of they knew that the maggots were at least tied to some sort of death. Bull. That's because Gian Battista was ignorant and did not do more testing. Yes. He was more of a guy who just sit in his room, read books, and say, that must be true. Well, the crazy thing is that the flies, couldn't he see the flies already there if they were? Uh, maybe, maybe not. You know how flies can sneak in a house and you not even know until later. Yeah, like my experience. Around. Yep. Then I would have said to this guy, what oh. if I smeared feces on an ox? It would probably do the same thing. But um, here's the crazy thing. A bat got in my uh, wheelie's house. What about your underwear? No, no, no. I said wheelie's house had a bat in the entryway. You had a bat in the entryway of your boxers? No, Willie's house. Don't talk about your no. sexual references, Void. I'm not Ozzy Osbourne. I'm saying the person who is my groundskeeper. Who's Ozzy Osbourne? He's a famous singer that bit out the head of a bat. Well, how can he be that famous? I never heard of him. Well, he's on the crazy train. Crazy train? What is this crazy train? He's also a war Twitter? Player. Maybe. Okay. Don't know who Randy Rhodes is? Randy Rose. Rhodes. What, are these Rhodes that are bumpy? No, no, he's a famous guitar player. Famous guitar player? Yes. Like the guy from Escape Cult? Yes. No, he's not famous. Oh, he's a guitar player. I like him. Okay. Is he still alive? No, he died. I think it was a... What bus happened? I, I can't remember if it was bus crash or plane crash. I think it was a bus crash. Now... If you think this chapter has been intensely wrong in regards to our reality, then check this shit out, Void. What's that? Birds somehow emerge from certain fruits. While I imagine certain fruits can have nests put in them by birds where their eggs would later then hatch and then the birdies come out, but there's no way you would ever, ever have convinced me that the fruit gave birth to birds. Maybe they saw, from a distance, they saw fruit bats and thought they were birds. I, I don't know, boy. I was not there, and they didn't go into detail. They glossed over things like it was a known fact. Yes. Then some dude named Paracelsus is cited for claiming that since egg yolks transform into birds, so does wood give birth to worms, which later become ducks, which later become geese. <laughs> Jesus, were they smoking crack back then? They crack? I don't know. Whatever you do. Wait. Do you mean like their butt cracks? No, no. Maybe they're smelling their butt cracks, but I'm just saying yeah? it's kind of weird. You're saying, well, he never said anything about sniffing his butt crack. I know, but still, there are definitely crack, bot, crack pot theories. Do you think they were s sniffing their own cracks? Like Maybe they were uh, on high on uh, the potions that they did and the hallucinated and or drunk on wine. Oh, yeah, the potions they mentioned in that, that are not in this book that I read. 
oh, that's terrible. You wanted to cover that, but I really did. <laughs> Maybe it's all a big fucking conspiracy void, and they didn't want people to know what you could do to people. Oh, well, the crazy thing, I remember you telling me a story about they would lock themselves up and have crazy experiences. Yes, yes. Even Plato. Mm-hmm. Now let's continue into this. Okay. GM Patissa then cited Aristotle on eels not having a womb or producing any eggs whatsoever. And I know they produce eggs, so I'm like, what the hell is he even talking about? Yeah, and they put it in the mud. Yeah. But rather breathe from the mud. <laughs> when, when it rains is when they like to do this. They like to stick their paws in the mud, and out comes eels. <laughs> you think that happens, boy? I don't think... You know, the one time I stuck my thing in the mud, no eel came out. <laughs> yeah, you just had a dirty one. A dirty eel. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mud on the gun, I tell you what. Exactly. Oh, no fun at all. Yeah. Ugh. Then he said, if you throw a corpse into a body of water, eels will emerge from the corpse. I could tell you from first-hand experience, Void, that has not occurred once when I threw a body inside of a body of water. Anyways, this is not as far-fetched as what comes next in this book, Void. What's that? Related from Alexander the Great. A great mastiff is produced by tying a bitch in the tiger to a tree. Meanwhile, an Arcanian dog comes from both a dog and a lion. Continuing into a more reasonable claim about breeding is with a fox and various dogs, which can lead to a greyhound. Well, but at least they're canines. They can actually do that. And then you can take a greyhound and breed it with a mastiff to make another breed. That's, that's, that one's actually correct, so... Yeah, but but the whole idea about a dog and a lion or a tiger and a bitch. <laughs> Was this fucking potbelly uh, elephants from South Park? I don't know. But anyways, GM Batista said he witnessed such. Jesus, so great. Oh. He was making fucking animal porn. Great. Oh, no, he was probably actually just watching the whole thing. Yes. You're like, John ba ba Batista, why is your Batista your pants? GM Batista. GM Batista. Is that what you call I thought you called him Willie. No, I'm, I was Batista. referring to his little John M. Tista sounds like a little one. Yeah. You got the little Tista? No, no, no. Teacup no. Tista? No, I got the average Tista. I got a GM Batista, baby. No, Grand Piano Batista. Now you're just uh, being ridiculous. Everybody knows. You don't have black and white keys on your Batista. No, it's just fleshy. Anyways, if anything, this would be Batista, right? It would be masculine, right? I don't know. Okay. What's really interesting, Void, is that GM Batista then claimed that breeding all three of these dogs together, <laughs> like the Mastiff, the Greyhound, and the, and the, what, the Arcanian? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You would get, like... This ultimate breed, right? Wouldn't and it just be a fucking mutt? Not, no offense to anything. I'm just saying net neutral results, basically. Well, the th breeds are actually bred to get certain characteristics of the previous animals. So if you took these different dogs with these certain extracts of 
traits, if you will, and put them together, you'd probably get, you know, a different variation with all sorts of traits going on. Okay. But what I assumed was void is that Gian Batista wanted to watch some chaotic dog orgy. You know? Plus, how would you even get them to do it if you tied them together? Hey, you know what? You know, you are you're asking a question that only Gian Batista could have answered. Yes. Anyways, Gian Batista then continues into another paragraph where it confirms my assumption of a dog orgy when he claims that the Greeks made small dogs for pleasure. I think he just meant his pets for leisure. Okay. Okay. I think he literally meant for, like, actual pleasure in life of a companion. Uh, Well, it might have made a lot of sense of why they called it a lap dog. Oh, God. Oh, oh, oh. That's just disgusting. I mean. I think I'm going to go throw up. Wouldn't surprise me. Oh, Void's taking a piece. I will I will actually not continue and I will I will wait. I will wait for Void, you guys. How you doing anyways, buddy? Yeah? Doing good? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Nice warm day. I got out in the sunshine. Got my vitamin D. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, you should do that too. You know, being out in just the open air with some grass, some trees, some birdies. Maybe do an activity. Maybe a sport. Or maybe if you were like me, you'd sand down a bookshelf. You'd hammer in some extra nails to make it more sturdy. Put some uh, epoxy in some cracks of the bookshelf. Sand it down. Prime it. After the cure, of course. And then, um, yeah, get ready to do a little painting. Yeah, that's right, Gorka is considering himself to be a handyman. Oh, and not the other kind of hand. Anyways, yeah, you like it so far, don't you? You know, you stuck around. I'm now stating the obvious. I'm still waiting for Void, which is still obvious. I hear something. He's coming. You guys. The void. The void you have all been waiting for. He's making his way back to the chair. Back towards the microphone. How how was your experience? Was it religious? Relieving. Now I got to get the drink. Okay. Speak if you want, Void. Yes. Uh, what were you telling the listeners? I was just telling them a little about my day. These good old times, you know. Yes. How it's hot as Hades. Like the island? I guess you could say close, but... Uh, well, you know, that's Haiti. I have a feeling it's hotter down there. Yes. Closer to the equator, you know. Yes, very much so. Now, Void, for something even better. What's that, Gork? He ended that paragraph about the, the, the pleasurable dogs. Uh-huh. With having a dog and an ape do the nasty. Jesus Christ. In order to get a dog which knows many tricks, such as a juggler dog. First, never heard of a juggler dog. Secondly, I don't think that that's how that works, Giambattista. 
I've heard of juggling dogs, but I don't think. I think you just t- teach a regular dog tricks by uh, coaxing and uh, patience and obedience. Because I've seen dog jugglers before. Yeah. How would you think Giambattista thought you would make a wiener dog? I don't know. Maybe himself mates with the dog. I don't know. That's exactly. Are you reading my mind, Void? I just saw it in your eyes. Put it down. Put down the technology that we brought here, okay? I just saw the look in your eyes and knew exactly what you were going to say. That little twinkle? Yes. It was a little glisten. Yes. Anyways, afterwards, Giambattista claims you can make a fierce dog by having it suckle off the teats of a lion or some other beast. And Void, although I know the gut-brain connection is strong, and lion's milk would contain the right ingredients for it, including the correct neurotransmitter-producing microbiome for a lion, which may actually impact the mind of a dog. I do not think it would be changing the whole brain to be like a cat, because genetics play a huge role, too. Yes. Now let's go to another excerpt. Okay. Mules are the result of a mare and an ass. The highness comes from a stallion and a large she-ass. It is like a mule, but slower and wilder. Okay. I think actually all of these are actually, the, the, the ones about the asses, the mules, and the horses are actually correct. Okay, let me finish. Oh, sorry. The best and swiftest mule is that of a wild ass and a she-ass. A fourth type are mules begotten from a bull in an ass, as found in the Maghreb, whatever that is. Okay. I myself saw an animal with a bull's head, but with knobs for horns. Turning to the adultery of sheep, there is an animal in Corsica called Amusimons. <laughs> he called it the adultery of sheep, and it makes a, a breed called the Mosimons. The Musimons? <laughs> Whatever it is, it's funny. Sounds like a 90s indie band. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, nice. Anyways, this comes from a goat in a ram. That one is actually probably correct, too. Yeah, it is. Well, you could Google it. Similarly, the Cinerus is begotten of a he-goat and an ewe. Okay. And although rough and shaggy, with each new generation, they become tamer with a softer fleece. A hybrids is a gender, or a hybrids is a gendered of a boar and a female pig. What? <laughs> well, yeah, he made some sense. And also, Void. Yes. Go ahead. Batista continued about basically hybridization. Hybridization. Yes, hybridization. Such as a lion with a leopard. With a lioness was called a harlot by Giambattista. <laughs> and the mixing, a bastardization of the two. And that's why the male lions will tear the spotted offspring to shreds. 
should have stayed faithful there, you slut. But no, the lioness just had to copulate with some filthy, nasty leopard. Oh, yeah, what a dirty little lioness, huh? I think also the main reason why is they knew it was a threat to their species, so that's why they dealt with it. What? A threat to their species? You sound like a white supremacist, boy. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, that's not true. I'm oh, just... Oh, it's a threat. Watch out. It looks different. <laughs> no, that's actually I a funny know, joke. I'm just a fool. I'm just fooling around. But Jean Batista does sound like some kind of supremacist. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> like, the best animals are the ones I fuck. Or the ones I watch fucking. Anyway. So is that where bird watching came from? Funny you mention it. Later he does talk about birds. Let's go into the next paragraph, shall we? Okay. We'll do, the, we'll do a quotation, huh? Okay. Quote. Shamefully, liquorous men also copulate with beasts. Plutarch mentions a shepherd who brought in a babe that had the head of a man in the body of an animal. Probably the result of his wife with his horse. Yeah, Jean Batista's projecting his problems with women. Yeah, it was probably the dude. <laughs> and that wouldn't even have happened. Let's continue. Oh, you're course. saying it came from the horse, not the woman. <laughs> it wouldn't have happened. You can't do that. Yeah, chromosomes don't match up. Yeah, <laughs> it would be like... When you type in the wrong type of equation into a calculator and it gives you that ERR, it's like, oh, so it's just what the womb's doing. It was literally a malformed horse, basically. No, nothing happened for it. Oh, it just went, no, 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 no. I mean, it was was from a horse. It would have been a parasite. The sperm would have been treated just like Corona. (laughs) Oh, okay. That bastard. Okay. I love him. He gave me that gong, Void. Oh, let's, let's just keep going. Fine. Back to topic. Yes. We'll do whatever you say, Void. Okay, thank you. Let's continue with this quota. Then there are the cases of Fovia Stella and Aristinium, Aristonymus, Ephesius, who lie down with, Void, who lie down with a mare and an ass, respectively. So, Fulvia Stella went off with an air, uh, uh, with a mare, and, and Aristonymus Ephesius went off with an ass, <laughs> which then brought forth a beautiful female. Galen doubts this, questioning how the offspring would eat, but I say it's not inconceivable that there are men and women whose constitution does not differ much from horses and could be compatible with them. Another child of a man and a goat had a human face and the thighs of a goat. Strabo writes of the city Hermopolis, where the he-goats mingle with women. And Pliny writes that in India, the men killed the red apes because they lust for their wives. Well, I believe the last part, but the rest sounds like a fairy tales taken literally by Gian Battista. Yeah. Well, is this a Midsummer's Night Dream? <laughs> right. Wait, what's that? It is uh, Shakespeare, where there's a uh, puck, the fawn, plays tricks and people on the forest, and they all end up fucking. Was Gian Batista in it? 
No, I think it was later. Oh. I don't know. Gian Battista, he's a renaissance man. 1500s. Also may have been around the same time. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, this to me sounds like Gian Battista went into the fantasy, mythology, and religion section rather than the science one at the bookstore. Yes. Like the mares and the horses and the... Uh, and the dogs with dogs made sense, but the crossbreeding of lion and stuff and horses and men and that all that stuff was just kind of all fucking wackadoo. Yes, and you know, you know from my experience, I tried to reproduce the the Egyptian gods, and that did not work out. Long awkward pause. Anywho's. I also understand questioning Galen because he studied animals and extrapolated various anatomical parts and said they must have been the same in the human body, only to be dead wrong. And even the reason as to why Galen doubts this is ridiculous all in itself because it has nothing to do with how the offspring would eat. Of course, it would eat with whatever mouth it had. That's yes. kind of a ridiculous fucking thing to say. I don't know. Maybe he just was thought, thought it'd be so malformed and the head would be in a position that it couldn't possibly eat without hands, I assume. Nature finds a way. Yes, exactly. But not that way. Yes. Anyways. More like crimes against nature. Jesus Christ. You're talking bad about COVID again, Void. No, I'm talking about Jesus. The freaking uh, cross-homogenation of uh, different breeds of things that aren't won't even produce the things needed. Yeah. It's literally doing it for nothing. Well, yeah, necessity is subjective, but yeah. Yes. Anyways, Gian Battista goes into how uh, birds, like you were talking about, with this idea, leading into a tapering, talking about fish. Where one point he has is he writes about people and other animals creating monsters, such as Siamese twins and reproductions with more or less than the normal number of limbs desired. This and intentional skull binding of infants to make the head shaped like some sort of other being. These are true instances, but Giambattista then surely goes into another deep valley where a woman had a hairy child. And the reason conveyed was that the woman was looking at the picture of John the Baptist while conceiving the child. That's so effing random. You know what turns me on, Floyd? What? Looking at the picture of Jesus Christ while I have sex with someone. I Was it during the birth or the conception? Conception. There? Okay. <laughs> Nothing better than that, you know. Oh, what was she basically... Uh, Sitting, thinking of him while copulating, so she was cursed with the hairy baby, even though we know it's probably a recessive gene. Just looking at that picture. And then he goes on to say, this is also expressed in many other species. For instance, there's more white animals where there's more snow, even though that's natural selection, and Darwin is many years later. Yes. So, Gian Battista then gave much unwarranted marital device. Nah. Advice. <laughs> advice. Not device. Unwarranted marital advice. Yes. He claims that if you want a beautiful children, all you have to do is hang pictures up of the infamous Adonis and a granny. Granny. No. 
No, not Granny. Ganymede. Yeah, Ganymede. Yeah, that I've heard sense. that before, yes. I never heard of Ganymede. She must have some big knackers. And it must be wrinkly because it sounds like Granny. Anyways, whenever you have coitus and you want the baby to come out a certain way, you look at whatever you want it to look like, huh? That will be it. That will be it, yeah. That's so random. So stupid. Like, did he even ask her, did you have a picture of this even in the house? When you have anecdotal sto- stories, they're really limited in how much details that the person pays attention to. It expresses their bias on what they think the cause is. It's a correlation sensation right there. Yes. It's beautiful. Thank you, Gian Battista, for showing us that there's all sorts of places where this lies. Yes. Anyways. Jim Batista then continues to claim that he has witnessed this himself, Void. But not in the same context. It's, it's not even the same concept. He had watched a prego female sapien of the homo holding a marble statue of a boy during pregnancy. And she then gave birth to a very pale boy. Jesus Christ. Anyways, what of a man had an orgy with a gorilla and asked his wife while staring at a picture of Gian Batista. What do you think would happen? Just a fucking dumbass. That's not very nice. Well, he's what the dumb- ass do to you? He was just involved in the orgy. You think it said, yeah, baby, give it to me, daddy? No, that's not forming consent because basically it's not. He went, Yee-haw. I hope it'd fucking kick him in the head. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Hey, have you ever seen that one show? It's about that place up in uh, South Dakota called Deadwood. Uh, bits and pieces. Remember the really racist guy that was being really rude? And then he made a stupid mistake and pissed off a donkey. Yeah. And it kicked him right in the forehead and he became mentally incapable. Oh, gosh. It was great. I, I tell you what, I, I didn't laugh. Any harder at any point in time. And then I felt really bad because I was laughing at someone else's pain. Yes. Because they were causing other people's pain. Yes. I think that was kind of supposed to be the conflicting thing. He was supposed to be a sympathetic character based upon having that misfortune coming that was out of his control, even though it was caused by his own yeah. decision making. Yeah. Anyways, Jan Batista finished his book slash chapter, whatever you want to call it. They call it books, even though they're more like chapters to me. With some nonsense, of course, on sexes of animals. Where, like, certain animals will leap left in all, <laughs> if they're of one sex. And leap right if they're the other. So, they have this concept where if you want a male, you gotta lay on your warm right side. And, uh... And then if you want a female, you have the female lay on their cold left side. And then I was going to say, what if both the sides are the same temperature, like normal people? Yeah, they just assume everything's the same from the first time they tried it. Yeah, I don't know. And then I want to know, what happens if the woman's on her back? We're not even laying down. What if she's standing up, bent over a dresser? You think it's going to be a boxy child? I don't know. Boxy Brown? Or it's going to be a witch because it's made out of wood and it's going to float. 
Yeah, I don't know. What if the woman had diarrhea and didn't say anything and he was having sex with her and she just shit all over him? Would the baby look like a piece of shit? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I know. It's just this weird correlation. Yeah, I mean, this is so dumb, Void. Yes. Like, I have, I I put my foot down. Yes. No more of this book. Okay. No more GM Batista de la Porta, even though they're claiming that he mentions some sort of thing I could just say right here. He talks about a wooden hearing aid. Not not even the list on Washington.edu mentions anything about the telescope or any sort of, you know, optics to help people who have problems seeing things. I think maybe the hearing thing could be because maybe they put the wood tube inside someone's ear to, and it, the reverberation. It's the same thing. It's a, a device to help you with your sensation, which would apply to neuroscience in that one bit. Yes. But I'm not continuing unless if at a later date we have a high demand to finish this ridiculous book. Yeah, may, maybe for, for patrons. A, maybe for a lark. Only for patrons, Void. Yes, once we get that started. Yes, eventually. If this is a high demand, you want to hear more of this bullshit from us. Yes. We will gladly do it for the patrons. Yes. But you can fuck off if you want me to do this for free. Yes. (laughs) I mean, it was really funny. This was really funny. I tell you, it was real fun, but we need to go back to learning about the brain. Yes, yes, yes. Because I don't want to step into another pile of shit with Plato's Book of the Republic. Ugh. Or Aristotle in his syllogism. Anyways, that's it for GM Batista de la Porta. Bye-bye, nutso. Yeah. Okay, bye. Yeah, maybe the nut commander could command the GM Batista to go away. Yes. Jesus. Next off, or next topic is going to be Gabriel Filippio. And his biography will be there. Okay. We know that much. All right. Yeah. So, if you're still tuned in... And you're not a fan who has subscribed, shared, and commented. No, we've been getting more people doing that, though. Yes, yes. Thank it's you been so much. Incrementally. One here, one there, one in and the Every air. little bit counts. Everywhere. We got the bunch from Spotify just from starting it. And thank you very much if this was your first episode. Oh, my God. You guys. You know what? I would give you a big kiss. No, no, I won't do that. Fuck that. Maybe a hug or a maybe handshake. A, maybe a picture. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, thank you to all our tribal members. And if what? What's a tribal member? Yes. Yeah. So if you like, share, subscribe, and uh, to, uh, use Twitters and ask, you can maybe get the T-shirt for the first 100. Don't forget to face fuck your mom book or tubes of you. Yes, 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 yes. I totally forgot. Or the Instagram. Yes. Or even Podbean directly. Yes. And hey, does it have to be both the iTunes or just the Google Tits uh, store or Spotify or iTunes? Like, just one of those likes is fine. Yeah, you could, you could, you could actually give us a five star, four star. Give us a review. Don't give us a two, three, or one. Yes. If you do, I'll come for you. I'll show you what's pro. I mean, we better cut that part out, huh? Yeah, we don't want to <laughs> pull a John Baptista. His name's not John Baptista. Oh, John. I mentioned John the Baptist. 
Uh, but this guy's name is G.M. Batista. This G.M. Batista. saying it wrong, Void. G.M. Batista. Jesus, cry on me. Okay. For crying out loud. Okay. Holy guac. What do we say? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you, Jimmy D. Oh, yeah. You will become a tribe member if you do those things, right? Yes. You will get the title. Yes. Now, I think we've gotten the squirrel hunting business completed. Okay. I mean... We have the squirrel hunter himself. Yes. We have the nut gatherer. We have the nut picker. Mm -hmm. And we have the nut commander. Mm -hmm. We also have the nut robber. Mm -hmm. But we need someone for agriculture for people who like to eat plants. Okay. And people for building eventually. Yes. We need to have we need to have some shelter, right? Yes. Just in case it's shit yes. storms. Yeah. You know, we might need some people who study things, maybe some philosophers. Okay. Ah. Okay. Wouldn't that be fun? Yes. Yeah. So you go do that. You get free t-shirts if you do the first 100. Yes. You'll be glow in the dark. Ooh. And it's going to be, what is it? A negative of our normal podcast emblem. Yes. Ooh. With Celtic lettering for our podcast title. All right. Yeah. So we leave in peace. Here's a scapegoat.